Section 28 of The Theory and Practice of Brewing. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Theory and Practice of Brewing by Michael Cumburn. Section 28 Of Mashing. Of late years, great progress has been made towards perfecting the construction and disposition of brewhouse utensils, which seem to admit of very little further improvement. The great copper, in which the waters for two of the extracts receive their temperature, is built very near the mash tun, so that the liquid may readily be conveyed to the ground malt without losing any considerable heat. A cock is placed at the bottom of the copper, which being opened lets the water have its course through a trunk to the real bottom of the mash tun. It soon fills the vacant space, forces itself a passage through many holes made in a false bottom which supports the grist and as the water increases in quantity it buoys up the whole body of the corn in order to blend together the water and the malt rakes are first employed by their horizontal motion less violent than that of mashing the finest parts of the flour are wetted and prevented from being scattered about or lost in the air but as a more intimate penetration and mixture are necessary oars are afterwards made use of they move nearly perpendicularly and by their beating or mashing the grains of malt are bruised and a thorough imbibition of the water procured the time employed in this operation cannot be settled with absolute precision it ought to be continued till the malt is sufficiently incorporated with the water but not so long as till the heat necessary to the grist be lessened as bodies cool more or less speedily in proportion to their volume and the cohesion of their parts a mash which has but little water commonly called a stiff mash requires a longer mashing to be sufficiently divided and from its tenacity is less liable to lose its heat this accounts for the general rule that the first mash ought always to be the longest after mashing the malt and water are suffered to stand together unmoved generally for a space of time equal to that they were mashed in was the extract drawn from the grain as soon as the mashing is over many of the particles of the malt would be brought away undissolved and the liquor be turbid though not rich but by leaving it some time in contact with the grain, without any external motion, many advantages are gained. The different parts of the extract acquire a uniform heat. The heaviest and most terrestrial subside, the pores being opened by heat, imbibe more readily the water and give way to the attenuation and dissolution of the oils. When the tap comes to be set, the extract to be drawn from the grist, as the bottom of the mash has become more compact, the liquor is a longer time in its passage through it, is in a manner strained, and consequently extracts more strength from the malt, and becomes more homogeneous and transparent. Such are the reasons why the grist should not only be mashed pretty long, but likewise be suffered to rest in equal time. It is the practice of most brewers, as experience shows it best, to rake the first mash half an hour, to mash it one hour more, and to suffer it stand one hour and a half. The next extract is commonly mashed three-quarters of an hour and stands the same space of time the third and all that follows are allowed one half hour each both for mashing and for standing the heat of the grist being in this manner equally spread and the infusion having received all the strength from the malt which such a heat could give it after every mashing and standing is let out of the tun this undoubtedly is the fittest time to observe whether our expectations have been answered the thermometer is the only instrument proper for this purpose and ought to be placed or held where the tap is set adjoining to the mouth of the under back cock the observation is best made 
when the extract is run nearly half, and as by it, we are to judge with what success the process is carried on. It is necessary to examine every incident, which may cause a deviation from the calculated heat. End of section 28